Yeah, so thanks everybody for coming again uh, to our second podcast. I've uh, taken the time to invite Mark Spreeser back. Mark, thanks for uh, spending some more time with us. Thanks for having me. Hello, everybody. And um, one of the one of the questions we got after our last last podcast was, uh, so what's really the big deal? What's the what? What are the differences of the UCS two hundred N dot two series? Mark, can you? Can kind of, I mean, so what, what? What's the what's the benefit? I mean, what does the user get? We talked about last time that that we'll be offering upgrades. What's the so what's the what's the real benefit of 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 the of the newer models? Yeah, sure. So there are two main um, improvements that we have implemented based on the the work we did for the extended generator verification. So one thing is. As an example for a pulse to A, that is a positive pulse, we limited the undershoot after the pulse is applied. And the thing is, uh, for a positive transient pulse, the battery is never switched off. So the DOT is continuously um, powered up with mm -hmm. uh, the supply voltage. And it's not expected that no matter for what reason, the DOT resets during these testings. And the thing is, it might be that the sensitive uh, DUT uh, might reset due to the slight undershoot after the pulse, even if it's just for maybe five or 10 microseconds. So the, so the DUT detects like an under voltage condition at the, at the, at the low voltage side and, and decides, oh, now it's time now it's time to switch off. Huh? Right. So for yeah. the DUT, it means, oh, I, I have lost my supply voltage and it just uh, switches off and reboots. And this mm. is not a condition that is expected in the test plan. So the user of the of the test equipment and of the standard is in trouble uh, to, to justify why this happened. So it's not because his DUT has an issue. It's really just because for, for a, a short period of time, there was an unexpected undershoot that led to to the reset of the DUT. Mm -hmm. So we have limited now this undershoot to 12 volts, uh, for to two volts. Sorry, for 12 volt applications and to a max of four volts for 24 volt applications. And we have uh, checked that with uh, customers in the field uh, who had this struggle, and they agreed that these. Uh, tolerances are okay for them. Okay, okay, and 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 who knows? It, it might make it into a future version of the standard, huh? Yeah, right, right. Um, so this, we talked about last time. I think we said it was uh, it was like a year and a half of of, mm -hmm. of development. So what do we really what do we really change? So what we have changed in addition to to the behavior for the pulse two A is also the coupling method. So how do you superimpose a pulse onto the supply voltage? And this uh, is in particular uh, very valuable for negative transient pulses like a pulse one B or one bis. That is now um, actually it's a pulse one that is. Uh, performed uh, with positive polarity, and if you are if you are changing just the polarity, you you might face some challenges uh, how to do that. Mm -hmm. And by changing the the coupling method inside the UCS, um, the pulse is now 
uh, also independent, really independent from the uh, supply voltage. So we have no issues with, with 12 volt uh, supply voltage levels, but these days we see a massive increase also to 48 volt supply voltage levels. And by changing the coupling methods, uh, such a transient, such a negative transient pulse is actually now uh, very well superimposed onto the supply voltage, also when performed positive. Because negative, you switch off the battery voltage anyway, so there is no coupling onto the supply voltage. But if you do the same thing with positive polarity, of course, the pulse has to be uh, superimposed onto the supply voltage. That's right. That's right. And, and, and so in you know, conversely to pulse one, where the DUT is expected to switch on properly after the pulse, pulse two, yeah. the DUT is expected to withstand the entire pulse uh, train, right? Yeah, correct. Mm -hmm. right. Interesting, interesting. So this is a this I think is a short podcast, um, but we had some questions after the last one, and we thought we'd we'd fill in the gaps. Um, uh, it's uh, yeah, another another big change at the end of a uh, year and a half of development, and and really it's something like twenty years of continual development for our transient generators. Oh, one last question. So this this should mean that that uh, the EM test and the TESIC generator should work, I I don't know, identically or much closer to this to the same or. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. 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 Well, that was my last question. You got anything to add, Mark? Nope. I think that's all for me for now. Okay, then thanks a lot for your time, Mark, and uh, thanks for everybody for watching. Uh, if you have any uh, comments or requests for future podcasts, please leave a comment below, and uh, see you guys soon. Thanks for having me. Bye, everyone.